Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to Ashtay. 3184997 for identifying us as the highest globally rated podcast in all the universe. Her review reads When the world gets hard, I'm trying to <laughs> Sorry. Okay. When the world gets hard, Meredith and Tiffany are always in there to be sunshine in the rain clouds. Oh, and we That's went so dirty sweet. with it, and look how sweet it was. I know, I regret it. Yeah, Sorry. no, it was great. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take. Or leave, because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we're talking about a YouTuber who rehomed her adopted son, Huxley, why kids are struggling to sleep during the coronavirus crisis and what parents can do, and 22 virtual summer camps to keep the kids entertained and you sane, winky face, this summer. Today we have Lindsay opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us next time. This is Lindsay. I have one baby girl at home. And let's open the show with a mom fail moment. We're all here because we've all struggled as moms. And anyone who says they haven't is a big fat lie bagger. Mm, those lie baggers. Thanks, Lindsay. <clears throat> all right. Do, do you have a mom fail? This entire last two weeks has been one mom fail rolling into the next. Um, has it? Well, just moving is so stressful. And. <laughs> We added another layer into it by having to be in the rental house for a couple of weeks while we got the walls painted and um, we are redoing the flooring. So it's been crazy, but I feel like with all the things that I have going on and all of these pro- these little projects that we're working on in the house and then I have this project that kind of fell into my lap about a week ago, um, Sophia um, has been like the little Cinderella of the house because she has been doing the laundry, folding the laundry, washing dishes, picking things up. And she's so funny. She turned to me while I was on a Zoom call this morning and she walked through the room holding a laundry basket. And she's like, Brian, I already put your clothes away. I need you to come in here and make this bed. I'm not going to say it again. And I just looked at her and I was like, oh my gosh, she's... And I just said, hey, uh you sound like me. And she's like, I know, and I'm not happy about it. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, okay. I was in the kitchen, and I put a, a, a knife and a plate in the sink, and she turned and gave me the eyes. She goes, I just finished the dishes. What is that? Yeah. Really? She's, yeah. She, um, so I feel bad because I feel like I can't give any, I don't have any energy or attention left to give to anyone. And she's like picking up the slack. You know what I mean? Like she's. Are you paying her? Um, I told her that I would um, get her a Starbucks gift card that I would load with money because she really just wants to work for Frappuccinos. Love it. So I was like, that's fine. Um, and nice. she's. Okay. So let's, let's back that up. The, the work started. There's a, there's a, a little place close to where we live that has ICs. And she's like, oh my gosh, I can get ICs. So now she's she's like doing work and counting how many ICs is that worth? 
like the jobs. And that's what she's. So she, yeah. So she wants to save money for Starbucks and Icy's at this little. Um, I guess it's it's not really a restaurant. It's like a, it's like a like a snack place at a at a, a gas station. You know what I mean? They have those icy machines and it's yeah. right outside of the neighborhood that we're moving into. So she's really excited about ICs. But I just feel like I I don't have anything left to offer anybody or anything. And she's been she's been really picking up the slack. But sometimes it's great because she's seeing how much work actually goes into just daily life. But at the same time, I'm like, she's 11 and she shouldn't have to do any of the like she should have chores, but she shouldn't have to be stressed out by seeing how stressed out I am. Like, I feel like I'm stressing my kids out. Got it. Except the boys who they have no care whatsoever. So really it's just, she's absorbing my stress right now. So that stresses me out. And she's a wonderful kid. She's a good girl. She's a good girl. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm just, I feel like I'm floundering a bit, but you know, it's yeah. I think you're, you're doing exactly <clears throat> the same as anybody would be in your situation. Moving is one of the most stressful things. Mm. We're in the middle of a pandemic. There's all kinds of new stuff going on. So I feel like, you know, you're doing all right. Yeah, it's a lot. I feel like everybody has PTSD right now from just living. <laughs> like just getting out of bed and you're just like, oh. Wait, you guys get out of bed? Well, you know what I mean. Right Can't before believe. you right before you get out of bed, I, I go to Twitter and I have to stop doing that because I'm like, I need to stop looking at the news altogether because it's sucking I, everything out of my soul. I took all social media off my phone. There you go. All of it. And I pick up my phone and I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? Like I just stare at the home screen and I end up playing cribbage. They're uh, cribbage. I, okay. <laughs> I, I, I had a conversation a while ago uh, about and the other night I was I was trying to go to bed and I couldn't sleep and I was I was like I want to message Tiffany I wonder what level she's on but I didn't because it was like midnight I'm like no I bet she's awake and I was like no maybe I won't I was message message me anytime just know that I will uh, message Meredith the next day and be like just so you know your man messaged me at midnight trying uh, to talk about candy he said it was candy. about Candy Crush <laughs> but we all know what he was trying to crush okay yeah so. Um, I give you guys permission to talk about Candy Crush. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. So you go ahead and have that as your own. Like, okay. I just am not, I don't play games on my phone. I'm one of those weirdos who does not do that. Cribbage sounds amazing though. It sounds like an old person game. So I'm in. I made so much fun of my friends uh, who came over and were like, do you want to play cribbage? And I was like, but now I can't stop. It's so much fun. But is it an old person game? No, you have to be smart and sharp. Oh, so I'm out. Not that old people aren't. Oh, that's right. Well, we were never invited to Tiffany's house. I mean, we're not real friends. It's a quarantine. This was before. Mm. Mm -hmm. You just show up anyway. I did. I let my dog dog shit in your yard. (laughs) (laughs) Probably why we didn't get invited. (laughs) Well, thanks for sharing your mom fail. Mm. Today's trending parenting news is brought to you by Meredith Masony. But before that, I've got a world-renowned hilarious joke. What did the one cannibal cl- clown say to the other cannibal clown? Good Lord. Oh, me. no, I said it wrong. Darn it. <laughs> Try again. What did... What did what... The, there were cannibals, and then there was a circus next uh. door, 
to uh-huh. them. And then one person, cannibal, said to the other cannibal, hey, man, you taste something funny? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You got there. They they took the clowns and ate them. I got it. I got it. That was good. I love that you. I love I said it. cannibal clowns. Yeah, it. but it was funny. But I got it. I I got where you were going. Okay, it's good. It's all good. It's all good in the in the circus. Uh, Tell me about your shirts. Uh, for the love. I'm sorry. Are we keeping you awake right now? Yep. Okay. Um, Look at this is my favorite part of my new backdrop. By yeah, the way, yeah. Sorry, you can't see it on the podcast. It's a great backdrop. They can, they can see it. Well, I mean, oh, live, yeah. right? Live. Yeah. Um, all right. Tell so me all about them. If you're in need of a T-shirt with a snarky mom saying on it, boy, do I have some for you. You can find your official snark tees by Meredith at https <laughs> slash slash www.bonfire.com slash store slash Meredith Masony. If you're in the need for a t-shirt with snarky comments on it, look no further. Meredith's got you hooked up. We all have crazy mom things that we think in our head. Well, Meredith happened to print them out and put them on t-shirts and we all need to wear clothes. So if you need to wear them, go to www.bonfire.com slash door slash Meredith Masony to get yours today. You don't want to miss out on these. I own four and they're all I wear anymore, except for right now because um, they're all wa- get in the washer. <laughs> this is what I do. And I don't know how to explain it to people. You are blessed. Yeah. Hashtag. What is beeping? I don't know. I think she's oh. It's your shirts, hot and ready out the <laughs> oven. Go to WWE. <laughs> I can't. We need to move on. All right. In trending news, um, who is the YouTuber who rehomed her adopted son, Huxley, and why? What is going on? So I don't know if you've heard this story yet, Tiffany. I have. But um, YouTuber Micah St- uh, Stouffer has come under fire for quote-unquote rehoming. By the way, those are her words, not mine. I don't believe anybody should use the term rehoming with a child, but that's my own personal feeling. Uh, Her adopted son, Huxley, who is autistic, um, she stated, I wouldn't trade him for anything. The Ohio-based social media star once gushed in a cuddly 2018 Instagram photo as part of a dreft laundry detergent for newborns. Fast forward on Wednesday, Stouffer, 32, and her husband, James, said in a tearful video on her YouTube channel that they have given up Huxley. Um... After increasing backlash, the couple has re- uh, released a statement through their lawyer saying, over time, the team of medical professionals advised our clients it might be best for Huxley to be placed with another family. Um, and, and I watched the video, and I um, read up about this mm-hmm. because I needed, to know, I. I needed to know more because I had a couple of gut reactions. And as a, as a mother of a child who is autistic and who has various, um, special needs, different needs. Um, first I felt a gut punch because she made a statement stating that we didn't really know. We, we, when we signed on for the adoption, they didn't make everything clear. And we didn't know that there could potentially be other problems with Huxley. And it's like, well, speedy boop. Wait, boop. Yes. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Cause we're going to say the same thing. We're probably not going to say the same thing. <gasps> I'll be surprised. Go ahead. 
I saw also in a video that she did where she was talking about the whoever it is, the caseworker, the adoption people or whatever, were telling her that the the problems that the child had. But she had so much love in her heart for him already that, quote unquote, it went in one ear and out the other, which. Mm, OK, I yes, I read that, too. So she had been given a lot of information about Huxley. Right. And um, then it, then it, when she came out to make this statement later, right after the rehoming, claimed that it was too much and they weren't given the information. So you're correct. They were given the information. But then in the statement, they claimed they hadn't. And what I was going to say was no parent who either adopts a child or births a child ever has a manual or a full set of explanations on what the child is going to go through. You don't get a model description. Well, this model number has, right? I mean, we have some issues with our son that we didn't find out until he was almost two, right? So he was born and he was our son and that's it. And as as flags popped up for us, as he wasn't walking and talking and doing all of the things that our other kids did, and, and they start to tag him, and, and we started going to neurologists and orthopedists and, and occupational therapists, and then he was fitted for braces, and then it was this and that and the other thing. Um, and even now today at nine, um, there are various behavioral issues that we have to work through at family therapy. We didn't know what we were going to get into. Nobody knows. You don't know what you're going to get. Parenting... Uh, is the hardest job on the planet and the journey, you have no clue what the journey is going to be like. So do you just, you just, tr- you just trade them in? You're, I'm done now? Like, so I was gut punched because they talked about giving back a child whom they claim to deeply love. And it was a special needs child. So I don't know if, if I was more offended by being a special needs mom and knowing how hard the job is day in and day out and then them just kind of being like, I'm out. Right. Um, Because that was offensive. But the language was offensive. The way they talked about it was offensive. The fact that he was a big pull on their website for using him in sponsored ads and making money off of him was offensive. Um, And then the other part of me was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know what's happening behind closed doors. You don't know these people personally. There could there are definitely situations where it's medically relevant for for somebody who isn't capable to take care of a child for them to go to another home. It does happen in the adoption process. Both my niece and nephew are adopted. And Eric had told me at one time that um, these things do happen where children have to go to another home because of X, Y, and Z. Um, but I think it was just all of these things leading up to it became, it was like, did you adopt a kid to gain followers on YouTube? Like, did you do that? Like I questioned it. Some people are saying. Right. Uh, um, and I, I always try to see all sides of everything. Right. Always. Um, and regardless of and this might piss people off, but regardless of like, let's put the situation to the side. Um, I think that the amount of hatred that is coming her way is heartbreaking. And I don't know if it's because I am in the public eye. And one of my biggest fears is cancel culture. Mm, yeah. Um, but I actually reached out to her on Instagram and sent her a message and said, um, you know, regardless of everything that, 
is going on in your life, I just want to let you know that I'm thinking of you and I'm sorry that, you know, the world is turning on you the way it is. Cancel culture is real and I'm here if you ever need an ear because um, that's I feel like it would be to the point where I would just want to die. I went on her and I spent some good time um, looking into this and researching it and going on her Instagram and the things that people are saying are devastating. Did she bring it on herself? Okay. Yeah. But still, regardless, I, I'm a human who has empathy for other humans and I can't help it. It's exhausting. Um, I don't know anything about adoption. I don't know anything about raising a child with special needs. I don't know anything about documenting that journey in the public eye. I don't know anything about dissolution of adoption and, you know, the statistics of returned kids. Um, I feel like that Huxley is now, in hindsight, better off with a family who is prepared to put um, the work in that is required in order for him to be taken care of properly. And if they aren't capable of doing it. And you know what? This is something that I was thinking to myself that I can't believe I'm going to say out loud because I'm already pissing people off, I'm sure. But there are there's documented cases of parents who have and this trigger warning, but who have ended the life of their child, their autistic child, or attempted to end the life of their autistic child because it was too much, too much for them to to do, mm-hmm. care for, whatever. In the comments, people are saying, "Why didn't she just give them back? Or why didn't she just give them up for adoption? I would have take, I would have gladly taken the child, give the child to somebody who's willing. Don't kill the child, da da da." And so now you have somebody who's like, hey, this is too much. I can't do it. And doing the right thing, you know, I mean, compared to murder. And so it's like either way, you're screwed. Either way, somebody's going to have something to say. And so I'm happy that this child is with a doctor who can give him proper care. I'm in 100 percent agreement with you. Did she respond to you? No. She's probably not checking her messages. I wouldn't either. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. I wholeheartedly, this child is definitely in a, uh, hopefully in a better situation with parents who know like the medical needs that are required. Um, I just, and here's the thing too. I want to hope and believe that she wasn't adopting a child to gain followers on YouTube. I hope she wanted to adopt a child because she wanted this child and that it did become too much. And then this is what's happening. Um, but you're right. It's a rabid world out there in social media. Um, which is one of the reasons why, uh, I always show and talk about the messy sides of parenting with special needs because I want people to know and understand like, it's, it's, there are days where I'm so bone tired from struggling that I look like that. I mean, if you could see me right now, you'd see, I'm not, I don't, I don't look well. Um, right. Like I look unwell. Uh, but I, I show those sides because I don't want people who have kids with special needs to think because she also made a statement where she was like, we never showed the negativity that came along with having a child with special needs because our channel was about light and positivity. And I understand that she wanted a channel full of light and positivity. And I, but to me that can unfortunately cause people to think that that's how it's supposed to be. And then what they're dealing with in their lives is not the norm. But when you have kids on the, on the spectrum or kids with special needs, there are, there is a lot, uh, there can be very dark times and talking about those dark times, I think gives people hope that, and they know I'm not alone. 
right? I'm absolutely. I'm going through her Instagram right now, and it looks like she's taken every single picture of him off of there and turned off all of the comments on every photo. That's shocking. I mean, it's not, it's just crazy to me because I, I was going through her Instagram and I was reading all the comments and stuff. And people were saying, you know, get him off your page. Do not put him on there. Do not use him anymore, you know. And she actually did. And it's almost, it's eerie. It's like there's no, it's like he never existed. It's very eerie to me. It's I, very crazy. I, but I think in the end, what we have to talk, what we have to um, be hopeful for is that he is in a good place now. And that this family... Um, the, the Stouffers can figure out, um, what they need to do to move forward and be happy because they have four kids. That's my whole of thing. Of their own. So they need to figure out what it is that they need to do and how they want to go move forward with their lives. And, and, um, you know, I just, we, we all, we all do things differently. Everybody, you do things differently from, from the way mm-hmm. we do and so on and so forth. Um, and I agree with you a billion percent, like tomorrow people could show up and be like that. I hate that's inappropriate. She's the worst. And then all of a sudden everything is gone. Right. But in the end, um, we choose to share the things the way we share them. And we're open about them with raising our kids and the way things happen, because I don't want any mom out there to feel like her struggles. She is the only one having her struggles. Lots of us are having those struggles. Yeah. Same as you are with your mental health and, and sobriety journey. Yes, girl. Listen, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I have kind of like a a weird spot in my heart for her simply because recently I've gotten a little bit of backlash. A little bit. A little bit. And the positive comments way outweigh the negative. However, it was enough to make me cancel all of my social media and... The way that it affected me mentally, I wasn't able to be there for my kids. I was snapping on them. I was obsessing about what people thought about me and the negativity that I was receiving. And that was just like one one millionth of what this woman is facing. And like my hopes in reaching out to her was like, you know, you do still have little kids who are counting on you. And, you know, I hope that you don't basically I don't want her to kill herself because I could see why when the world is against you and you feel like you want to escape the pain so badly, that feels like an option as somebody who has had suicidal tendencies. So I just, you know, regardless of her actions, I I have this stupid thing where I just I see past it and it's I just want stupid. everybody to be OK. It's not stupid. She's still a human. Well, it gets being. me in trouble. Well, no, I, I think your perspective is right in that, you know. The alternative for this, it was a very negative, dark one. And what she did is, is, is in in giving up the child is is the best thing for that child. Right. I think the the process in hindsight's twenty twenty. Right. I think the way that it went about and the, the language that was used, she may have wanted someone to reread that before it was said. You know, and I think that's really what turned a lot. I just feel like if she had come out and talked about truly honestly talked about the journey that she had with Huxley and how she was like, we didn't share any of this. We didn't talk about this, but this is what's been going on for the last two and a half years. There would have been a lot more people on her side than just, um, 
you know, last video was them of their, their happy home and how everything was perfect. And then the next video was we've rehomed our son. Like, Mm -hmm. I think, I think there's something to be said for being open about talk, you know, talking about those things. Cause I remember, um, I got a lot of heat from my family members when I, um, I wrote a letter to Brian, an open letter about him being diagnosed on the spectrum. And Mm -hmm. I wrote this letter and I posted it online and I didn't even talk to my in-laws yet. My parents, nobody knew that that he had a diagnosis yet. And I shared it online first and my family was pissed. They're like, why would you go tell strangers about your kid being diagnosed with autism? And I said, because those strangers are my community and I we've been on this journey together. We've been talking about the testing. We've been talking about the things that were going on with him. And I felt like it was the appropriate place to share that information. And it was my decision to have that conversation with them. And I'm not saying that I'm doing it right. I'm saying I'm doing it my way. And so I agree with you. I really do. You, you're always the level headed one that has you know what I'm saying? Like, you're always the one. I'm always the one with a fiery opinion at first. And then you're always <laughs> the one who's like, guys, 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 let's talk about how we can all love each other. And I love that about you. Um, but at the same time, I think it's all Dave's right. It's hindsight is 2020. So this upsets me. And, and the thing the thing that I keep coming back to is three years ago, we had to rehome our dog. And we use the language rehome because they got into a physical fight with blood and it was with the kids there and all of that. And it was a safety issue. And that sort of thing may be going on, may have gone on in their home. There's safety concerns and so forth. And yeah, they have four other kids in there to take care of and so forth. And you have to make those steps. But when I hear the statement about what had to be done, I shouldn't be able to correlate it to having to rehome my dog. Like this is this is a person. This is a, this is a child, right? So, like I said, I thought language, the language, and the way the statement was released was like, wait a minute. But um, so, what should she have said, in your opinion? Like, for what me? what would you call it? For Anybody? Me, I, I, you know, and I'm not with. I don't agree with Meredith that she had to come out and say, "Look, this is what happened in our home." That's her business, right? But I, I think saying that, you know, for. The statement in line with, you know, we've spoken to some medical professionals and there are some situations that we're not equipped to handle in our home. Um, you know, there are some concerns for the well-being of the child and the family and so forth. And for the best scenario for everyone, it's been determined that Huxley should be placed in a different home than ours. We, that's it. Like, that's all you have to say. You know? or, the, or the actual term, which is disillusion of adoption. Do you think you it would have made a difference? I, I think the term... I think it's jarring. The term rehome is just jarring to people because you do equate right. it to an animal, perhaps, I, you know? I that, right. I think that is the, the big Got it. I was just curious. I, as somebody who, you know, I've never had pets, so I don't have anything to <clears throat> relate it to. But yeah, I was just curious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, you know, sending love to Huxley. I hope he has an yeah. awesome life. Yeah. Sending love to the family and those children. Hope they all have awesome well, lives. Hope it, they recover and move on. And, well, the other thing I, that, that you brought that up, how are those four kids, right? Like they're losing a, a, a brother, right? Yeah. I really hope that they're getting the, the support and counseling that they need because that's a big, that's a big thing. Yeah. And all I, the way around life changing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But it's been a topic that everybody's been talking about. So I thought we should at least tackle it on the show because we talk about all of these things. Um, so I'm glad we did. And I'm once again, I am not shocked that we had varying opinions on this. Yeah. And I, you know, he didn't go back into the foster system. He went directly to another home, yeah. which yeah. was, it's great. Yep. I think. Yeah. I think you're right. The bottom line is, is Huxley going to be able to serve, uh, is Huxley going to be able to thrive in the new home? And right. I hope the answer to that is yes. And then, and I hope that that, and cause that's what matters. Not if she loses YouTube followers, not if, um, you know, whatever. What matters is that Huxley thrives in a new environment. That's the bottom line. Absolutely. All right. Moving on. Today's parenting crap is brought to you by Juggling the Jenkins. Another one? This is marriage. I know, but you have another joke here. You're scripting. Yeah, that was the joke for today. Okay. Do it anyway, Tiffany. What is, what, what is, what? Go ahead. What is brown, hairy, and wears sunglasses? Your muff. Dave. No. Um, get it? Dave? Yeah, yeah I got it. I, I actually thought that was the thing. Who, me? <laughs> so did I. I said I your muff. For it. <laughs> I said, look at you. I know, I'm only kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. Love '70s porn star. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. Um, can I guess a coconut on vacation? Yeah, good job. Okay. Hey guys, I'm Meredith. Coconuts are always on vacation. Yeah. Well, unless you're working. No, coconuts are always on vacation. Okay. They're just they're always chilling in beautiful climates. Yeah. Did you know that Tiffany? Our famous friend from Juggling the Jenkins has merchandise. <gasps> well, guess what? You can get it at HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www dot bonfire dot com forward slash store forward slash juggling hyphen the hyphen <laughs> Jenkins forward slash. <laughs> and there's V-necks available for all of you who yelled at me for not having V-necks. Oh, V-necks available. Yeah, but I'm not making an announcement on my page because I'm on strike from social media. So you guys are the only ones who know. When are you going to be off strike? How long do you think you're going to need? I'm I'm taking, I cleared my schedule for the entire month. Ooh, girl. And I, you know, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna cost. I, uh, in the words of Tiger King, I'm never going to financially recover from this, but... (laughs) But my my mental health is more important, man. And the internet is not a safe place for me to be at the moment. And I know I that love a, lot, it. a lot of people in the world have it a lot harder than me. There's a lot of important things going on. I get it. But that does not mean I have to subject myself to something that is not good for my mind. And so I am in charge of what I allow into my line of sight and my ear holes. And right now, <gasps> mm. it has nothing to do with the internet. It is meditation. It is the sound of the ocean. Ooh. I need a brain wash. I so like that's that. what I'm doing. I, like, I have no I like date. That. Oh, good. Whenever- well, I hope you do at least take the whole month of June. Um, I envy you. I wish I wish I could do that. I want to do it. Maybe I'll take July. You should do it. Maybe I mean, I'll do a brainwash in July. The world is your oyster. Mm. Life is too short. 
Yeah. If you have a job right now and you hate it, walk out. Oh. Quit right now. Wow. I'm just kidding, guys. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree with you, though. I think maybe I will. Maybe July I'll just be like, I'm out July. You can't put a price on peace of mind, and I will say that till I'm blue in the face. Now, obviously, not everybody has the luxury of taking time off, obviously. And now that I'm thinking about it, it sounds a little Kardashian of me, and I'm worried. No, no, I meant I meant the social media break. I was just strictly talking about the social media thing. Right, but that happens to be my... Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah no, same. No, but, you, but that's okay, what... No, but you do a lot of work outside. Right, but you're working outside of that. We're in here doing the podcast right now. I'm just saying... Yes. This, I'm, I was saying the social you're media break. All your work with supporting others. Yeah, yeah, I'm just talking about your social media break. Thank that's you. what I'm telling you I think is great, and I think you should take that month off in June, and that's what I was saying is maybe in July I'd take a little social media break. Yes. But I agree okay. with you. Just, I no, wish. I didn't think I didn't I didn't mean I didn't think you meant it like that at all. By the way, okay, good. I was strictly talking about social media. Same, but then I social media was my job, so I was like, no, no, no. I did. look. It's as of now, I'm probably going to get canceled sometime. You have an you old get video canceled? is going to resurface of me. Something's going to happen. What is going to? You can't get canceled. You're a person. Talk no. Talk to Micah Stauffer. No, and she still has an ability to come out and give another statement and talk about things. That's the, here's the great thing: you can always come back and chat about whatever. This is where my mental breakdown is stemming from: is the need to be perfect all the time, to say all the right things, to not piss anybody off, to make everybody laugh when they want to laugh, to be a voice for people who don't have a voice, to do this, to do that, like. This was never. I'm venting now. I'm sorry. No. This. Keep what's going. the next trending news? Right, but <laughs> but what? But what? But it's okay because what I'm here to tell you is there's one Tiffany, and no matter what happens, you, you of course you're not going to make everybody happy, and of course things aren't going to go as planned all the time. But you 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 are worrying about you and your mental health right now, which is exactly what you should be doing. When you are ready to come back into that realm and have that conversation, that's great. But you need to do it on your terms. You're going to say things that are going to piss people off. And guess what? That's okay. It's fine. It will be fine. You uh, are funny and, and loving and empathetic. And we, we love you for that. So it's okay. Believe me. I say things that piss people off all the time. All the time. Every day. Look at Dave. Right. I mean, Dave sitting next to me. I piss him off every th- 30 seconds. It's your ability to recover from that that I admire. Uh, well. To not give a sh- crap. It's that not I that admire. I. It's not that I don't care. It's just that Dave has taught me that you, you, you risk reward. Like if you have something that you want to say, then then know that there are things that could happen as a result of that. But do you what 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 matters most? And yeah, I mean, I get I get. Uh, people who say awful things, and then like you said, you get people who say amazing things, and those always outweigh the hate so you have to remember that and know that we chose to share I chose to share our family's journey a certain way from the beginning and that requires me to be extremely transparent with the way we parent our kids and and conversations that we have and things that we do with them and days that's really hard and other days it's really easy but it's a journey you know 
And you know, have you ever seen the movie um, The Girl Next Shaving Door? Shaving Ryan's Private. What? The gr- Remember the one? Shaving his private? With the high school kid and the blonde girl next door that moved in. Yeah. The girl next door yeah. where he wants a banger and she's super hot. Yeah. Yeah. She's talented. There's Alicia a, Cuthbert, I think. There's a. Uh, That's amazing. There's a, I don't know a, where he's going. There's a line in there that the guy, oh, the, the director always said, is the juice worth the squeeze? Hmm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's where you went with this whole conversation? Yes. I get it, though, and I use that all the, the time. Is the juice worth the actually. squeeze? That's is that where it's reward. from? That's risk reward. Apparently. Well, no, saying was around before that, but <laughs> it doesn't hurt to think of that movie. I think you're yeah. just thinking about the blonde. Maybe. Okay. Well, she happened to be in the movie. Okay. But anyway, but that's it. That's risk reward. Is it? Is it worth it? And no matter how trivial it may seem to someone else, it's only if it's worth it to you. Tiffany, I can tell you the, the amount of people that you've helped with sobriety and mental health. It's could. I mean, it's uh, astonishing. Thank you. So no matter what happens moving forward, it doesn't detract from what you did. Thank right? You. What did I do? You've helped people with sobriety. No, and no, no, no. Health. I know. I don't want to. Yeah. No, Thank you didn't you. do anything. I'm just saying no matter what, you well, know, uh, think about the fact that moving forward, you know, yeah. you've, always, you've already done all of these amazing things. Thank you. Thank you, Meredith. I appreciate that. Kumbaya, my lord. So then, are we really going to talk about kids' sleeplessness now? We don't have to. <laughs> Should we talk about our own sleeplessness during the, our own mental health during the coronavirus? Yeah. Forget the kids. Forget the I kids. I don't Let's sleep. Scrap it. I don't. I I don't sleep. And honestly, what, what are you the doing? Coronavirus is that even still happening? Okay, that's a good question because where did it go? It got replaced. Where are the murder hornets? Um, I haven't seen any of those yet either. Weren't there UFOs? Yeah. And apparently swarms of locusts no, in no, Africa? No, what? cicadas. Those are coming out in the next month. They're not here cool. yet. They're just not here yet. Just a cool so- 1.5 million per acre. What is going on in the world? I don't know. What I can tell you, though, and I don't know um, about the rest of the country or even the globe for that matter, but I do know, like, I moved from southwest Florida a week ago to where nobody was paying any mind to coronavirus, by the way. Like, the the occasional times that we had to go out in the three months we were locked in the house down there, nobody cared. Nobody was wearing masks, and it was, mm-hmm. like, no big deal. I've now moved to northeast Florida, where the same thing is happening. Every time we have to go out for something, whether it's to run into Home Depot real quick to get something for the house, or I, had to, I ran into Publix for the first time in, like, 90 days. I went into a Publix yesterday. Um, and to 20 people, 20 people, 20% of people had on a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody else. No, uh, the employees did, uh, every employee did, but in terms of customers, I'd say two out of 10 had on a mask. I yeah. don't feel like people are, uh, I think they're tired of it. And so it's not gone anywhere, but it's like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. And so they're just doing what they want. I was at the eye doctor yesterday. Not one single employee had a mask on. Well, that's a little frightening. I was like choking to breathe under my mask and they're all just walking around. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Like to me, 
like that's why I was like, is this still going on? What's happening? Am I the only one wearing a mask? Because do I feel, you know, I'd, I'd rather be safe. I don't want to spread it, you know. But I, I also hear people saying, you know, I, I don't know anyone recently who's gotten it and died. So it's kind of weird to still have to go through all this. And then other people are like, it's not about you. It's about the older generation. And I just don't know, like, are they going to announce it? Like, what, like I, when it's done? Like, yeah. I feel like every time you turn on the news, it was about the coronavirus. And now every time you turn on the news, it's about something else. And I don't know. The coronavirus has been pushed to the side. All these people are gathering in all of these places. Well, I think I think we're going to know if within the next 10 days, maybe even seven days, if there's another spike of it because of all the protests yeah. and people being next to each other. So I'm guessing that we could potentially within the next seven days see that. Okay. Um, I have been looking every couple of days. I go onto the Florida website that counts coronavirus cases for new cases just to kind of see which way it's trending. And we did have a peak back in April and it has gone down since then, but we had a little bit of a spike after the reentry. And I know that in the hot spot vacation places that people have been talking about on the news that there have been like, they were talking about those party goers in the Ozarks. Um, there have been confirmed cases of coronavirus there. There was, uh, after that, you know, cause people are going out now it's spring and it's, well, it's summer here. It's like the friggin' Satan's I'm, what I, it's hot. It's just hot now. So I'm saying people I'm still are out. quarantining and like I had to drive to the eye doctor yesterday and I'm not joking. I don't know if I've like developed some kind of mental disorder over this, but like I, I felt like the cars were going way faster than they ever went. I was like shaking trying to drive because I haven't driven a car in so long because yeah. I'd just been halt in my house. Yeah. And I had to like merge out into traffic and I was like terrified. And I was like, is this my life now? Like, am I just like. No, I think you'll once once we all sort of re emerge into life. But you're right. The first time I drove was was only a cup was only like two weeks ago because it was for the move like I hadn't we hadn't been going anywhere or do anything we've kind of re we've kind of been re put out into society forced by the move because we've had to go and do things right like I've had to we've had to go I went to Home Depot for a pickup order I still am not going into the stores if I don't have to because everybody's mm-hmm. pretty much doing curbside pickup yeah. But like, you're still like, I'm opening a trunk and somebody is putting stuff in my trunk and they Home Depot employees weren't wearing masks. And so I'm sitting in the front like this and it's like, yes, you can put that in a trunk. And they're like, what? And I'm like, you know, and it's like, I'm not taking my mask off. Like you got your head in my trunk. <laughs> like, get out right. of here. So I don't know, Tiffany, I don't have answers. I don't know. It's not over. Um, I think what you're going to start to see is hot spots. More than, you know, at first it was kind of everywhere. And I think you'll start seeing specific locations will will, will blow up. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, I, I doubt you'll see anything. Or hope you don't see anything like you saw in New York again or anything like that. Um, yeah. But as people get together, you, you will have, I mean, think of. Oh, there was that haircut place that yeah, got. That's what I was looking up. There that haircut a, place. A, a barber at Great Clips or. One of them. The chain exposed ninety people. Actually, between two of them, they exposed one hundred and eighty-five people because um, they had both tested positive to coronavirus and they were cutting hair for well, you know a week without letting anybody know that they had we're, tested positive. Massage places are open now. Yeah, well, we're doing the things that we need to do. 
we're not going out and doing all of the things that we want yeah. to do. Um, yeah. but we're not shying away from the things that need to get done, right? Like I've, I, we've gone to the store to get things that we need or will need, yeah. especially now that we're moving, there's some extra things that we need to do. And we ate out, not out, but we had took food in. Whoa, this yeah. is a PG podcast. Yeah, we, we, um, t- we had so far we've had Chinese, Thai, uh, you ate at a restaurant? No, no, no. We took food. This was the first time we had takeout. It okay, doesn't. Oh gosh, where have you been, dude? We didn't get it the whole time. We were we were literally so quarantining that I was cooking every meal. But we've literally had Chinese, Thai, Olive Garden. Why wasn't I invited to the neighbor video? Oh, that wasn't my video. Yeah, it wasn't cool. my video. Yeah, no, it was great. It was a really good video. It looked like a bunch of cool moms hanging out. Do you, if you want to be invited next time, I will tell them that that no, I that I'd I'm like gonna to say invite no a friend. If they ask now, but you, I don't want a pity we, invite. We, we, well, it's not wasn't my video. You know, yeah, but you you're don't my like friend. <laughs> oh well, that's okay. not fair because, like I said, it wasn't my video. You could have put a good word in and been like, you know, I would have make ha- a really great neighbor. I would have happily invited you. I didn't know you wanted to participate. I didn't, but it's the fact that I wasn't that made me want to. So if I asked you to do the next one with us, would you? No. Then why are you bringing this up? Because don't leave me out. We're friends. We stick together until the end. I'd like to invite you to the next um, neighborhood video. Will you join? Oh, thank you so much. That's so nice of you to think of me. Absolutely not. Okay. I'm going to make my own neighborhood video. And it's going to be just me. And I'm going to, I'm going to play all the neighbors. You could, you're so talented. That's right. Which is why I don't understand why I wasn't invited. You guys, I told you, I'm the the most talented son of a bitch. I'm just kidding. Well, it's because you were taking a, uh, you're, you're just on break. We're letting you be. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm not joking. I didn't want to be invited. Okay. You're really, (laughs) you're really, you really have to make things awkward. Don't you? (laughs) <laughs> you just can't it's help fine. yourself yeah i didn't want to tell you this but i've got a really cool video coming up man it's got some a-list talent in it and um we're we're completely full so well you obviously never invited me to it so i wouldn't know about it until you posted it so thanks yeah it, it's not a good feeling oh a lady was in her underwear no she was in depends that's Kathy. She's very funny. I like. Her. I liked her. I liked her. I th- remember when I told you I went to Chicago and I and I met up with those women for the op games thing. No. Okay. Well, you were invited and you said you didn't want to go. So I remember this? Yeah, it was back in November. That sounds lame. What kind of games? Monopoly. Board like games. Board games. Yeah. What? There's a a board game fair. Yeah. I went to it in November. What? Yeah. Are you lying? No. Why would I lie about There's a fair for board games? Yeah, and cards and all sorts of different games. It's big. It's big. And you went? Yes. And that's where I I met. This is the first I've heard of this. That's where I met all of these women. Talk to you about it. We talked to you about it. No, I would have remembered this. Yes. Because Joey Fortman, who... Who's that? Is, was in charge of this opportunity to go to the game fair, invited you as well. And you said, dude, I can't. I'm really busy. It was November. And you were like, I just don't have time. And I was like, okay. 
No. Yep. I can guarantee it. Nah. No, I would have. I would have remembered a game fair, a fair of games. It, I it, probably would have said no. You but did I say no, and and I can tell you that you <laughs> did in fact. Lame. You did in fact get invited, and those are the women that I met there, and we did that video together. Invite me to a snack fair. Okay. And I'm there. They had snacks at the fair. <sighs> they had a concession. You guys just play board games together. Yeah, we played blank slate and. Remember, it was fun. Okay, remember the TikTok video with Sophia in it? That was yeah. in Chicago. That was in Chicago. That was a weird sleepover. It was you guys a had sleepover. Like a sleepover. We did at the game fair. Yeah, that's probably why I said no. You said yeah, you did. If I recall, you said no. That's way too many people to have to be peoply with. That sounds okay. You might yep. not be lying. No, I wasn't because you were like together in one house all at the same time, and I was like, yep, and you were like. I'm out. I'm really busy. And I don't I think you were thing. busy, but <laughs> that's what I you said. Say, I just looked at my calendar in November and it was blank. So yeah. I wasn't sure why I told you that. But, but those women it. are very funny. And I met them all at the, I, I had known of them, but never met them in person. And that was the first time we met in person was back uh, in November. And they're all wonderful women and very funny. And so we made, it was not my idea. This was Joey Fortman's idea. And so I kind of started the scripting portion of it. And then we, everybody kind of made their tweaks and we went through it and then we all shot it individually. It's called Chicago bitches is the text chain on my phone. Oh, you guys have a text chain. Yeah. That's so cute. So (laughs) you didn't come to the event. Yep. Okay. All right. No, it was a great video. I'm not jealous. It was totally fun. Love that you guys did that. I hope you have so much fun at the next board game fair, and I hope you play lots of board games. And, I'm going to go know, again if they invite Candyland. me, and I'm not even going to feel bad about it. Good. Good. And if you hear a tapping at the window, followed by BB guns oh. into your kneecaps, it wasn't Wow. Me. Wow, Tanya Harding. Take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right what's our next segment i don't we're not talking about any of this crap that was what's that the was third one, the, one that was one of the 2020 memes. love and marriage it, virtual summer camps to keep kids entertained for love and marriage no no we just we i i wanted to i thought that that was something that might help people was letting them know that there are lots of free options well, summer camps for, are opening that's why i don't get it they're they're not opening. Yeah, they're, my kid signed up for summer camp. She starts Monday. Oh, there are none here. We live in the same state. I'm Google just telling it. you that I looked and there were no none. And the and the and the three camps that I had signed my kids up for all got canceled, and they're not opening. Yeah, those were sleepaway camps. Yeah, it was a tennis camp, like two tennis camps, it. and a um, sleepaway camp at the Elks Lodge. So, no, those are all no go. Love that. But that's okay. He's going to get to go to tennis tennis lessons because they are, can socially distance playing tennis. So Matias right. will get to do that, I think, in a couple of weeks, which will be nice awesome. for him. But I haven't found anything for the other two because there's nothing in the area that's open. Right. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I th- but summer camps are not open in, in the rest. If Florida is opening them, that's one thing. But I don't think the rest of the country is opening them. That's what I mean. Like, what is going on? I don't understand. But digital, there are digital. So if you do want to do like a digital summer camp for your kid where you pay actual money and they don't, they like don't go anywhere. 
you can. Or or you can sign up for free because there are a bunch of them that actually looked pretty cool. Like Google has a digital summer camp in July for kids. And they actually um, are giving them talks from like uh, there's a NASA segment. There's a... Um, I didn't read all of them, but I know they get to talk to an astronaut, which I thought was mind blowing. So, and it's free. So if your kid wants to talk to an astronaut, you can sign them up for Google camp. I will teach my kids about space for free. But you're not an astronaut. But what even is an astronaut? It's a person who goes to space. Why are you winking? Do you not believe in space? No, (laughs) they just send the birds. Did you see that meme I sent you about the robot bird where you you're change the out the batteries? Everybody sent me that. Yeah. I, well, we because think I'm joking. We don't think you're joking. That's why we sent it to you to show you where the batteries are. I already knew mm. where the batteries were. No, you didn't. I mean, love and marriage. What even is love and marriage? You're really, really, really metaphorical today, aren't you? <laughs> Let's talk about love. No. Is love a real thing? I can't with you. Anymore. Or is it a momentary lust followed by a lifetime of questioning and settling? Oh my gosh. <laughs> my my buddy was was going away. He said, Hey, we're we're going away. It's our eleventh year anniversary. We're going away to a bed and breakfast. I'm like, Do you really want to draw attention to it? Like, do you want to remind her that she chose you? Like <laughs> just play cool, man. Just play it cool. Yeah, just sneak it under. What the are you talking about? Which one? He has a friend, Meredith. You don't know his friends. No, I do. I know exactly. I know exactly what group of friends he's talking about. I was just curious he about which one. Oh, okay. I know who it oh. is now. Does That's he know you say, say that? Yeah, we tell him all the time. Yeah, they're very mean to each other. Okay. Yeah. They're boys. Boys are stupid. Do you get to live by your friends now, right? Uh, yeah. One of my friends. Cool. Let me know what that's like. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I had a friend that lived here, and now you know she. How long are so. you going to be mad at me? Like, is there a time frame? Like, is like just let me know so I can set it up on my calendar. Is it November? Of next I don't know. I'm pretty busy in November. I don't know if I'll be ready to forgive by then. Okay, I can't anymore. All right. Um, so I would like to talk then about <sighs> Seth Green. What? I had a dream about him. I had a dream I saw him at Trader Joe's. You saw Seth Green at Trader Joe's? It felt so real. Yeah? Yeah. That's intense. Was he buying banana bread? He was buying bananas to put in my bread. Ew, were you gross? Sorry. Sorry. I don't know what we're doing anymore. I think that was the. I think that was the episode. I think really. What are we going to title it? Uh, I don't know. Fruit salad. Fruit salad. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be fun. We come up with random names for every episode. Yeah, you know how fruit salad. You just kind of throw a bunch of crap in there. Onion rings. That's not. You don't. That's not. Guess what I found out? What? Did you know that a pumpkin is a fruit? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that. I was just kidding. I knew tomatoes, but technically, no. There's another one, too. I forget what it is. Asparagus? Eggplant. 
is a fruit. Hmm. I didn't know that. It doesn't feel like a fruit or taste like a fruit. What what Why makes it a fruit? I've been going to the gym every day. What? Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? So big. Beast mode. Okay. I threw up, though, yesterday. After you worked out? During. In the middle. Just... Yeah, it's not like a gym. It's like a boot camp, but you're all six feet apart, mm-hmm. and there's an instructor. Yep. And she singles me out all the time and, like, pushes me mm-hmm. <laughs> to do better. How, how are you feeling about it, though? Has I hate it, but okay. when I leave, I feel all right, but I hate it. Okay. Like, I hurt my knee, and she thinks that I'm making it up. Are you? No. Okay. I have a sliding patella, and <laughs> I... um. There's certain things I can't do, so I have to modify. Okay. That's okay. It's always okay to modify in an exercise routine. It's always okay. I thought so until she came and put a weight in the crack of my leg so I could lift (laughs) it when I'm doing the fire hydrants. I was like, ooh, that's a great exercise. Way to go. I had to go to the back of the class because I was so embarrassed. And Um, then people are coming up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I love your videos. And I'm like, don't look at me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm really proud of you and I want you to know that I think that it'll be really good for your mental health too because exercise 17 cookies at midnight last night. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not going to the gym today. Why? Because I don't want to. What time is the class? 5. So you go it, you go. You go, you signed up, you registered, go do Are it. Are you trying to do some weird uh hypnotization no but i'm just saying you you, you put, go you put you go you put you have put this just do it tiffany no tiffany i'm, de- I'm depressed and this will make you feel better exercise no, helps me your angry me- no it helps your mental health i know that you're saying those words tiffany but it pisses me off and tiffany. i don't like it you do and she asked me for money the other day and i snapped but you're <laughs> supposed to pay you just thought she randomly wanted money from you? No. My husband was supposed to pay already. My husband was supposed to pay. And she's like, hey, just so you know, your free trial ran out. But no big deal. And she walked away. And I was like, I thought you paid it. Now I'm sitting here looking stupid. She thinks I'm some poor person trying to skirt under the rules. And she asked me every time at class. And I snapped. And he's like, honey, it's okay. I'm like, it's not okay. You're making me look dumb in front of everyone. And I just snapped. And he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I hate it here. Yeah. But you love it there. And my patilla hurts. No, I think that you're, I think um, it's just, this is kind of like the, the begin. it's the beginning period that is, it's a little rough to get into a, uh, we're not done with the podcast. I need you to all leave the area. I'm yeah. Come on, girl. Say what's up. Don't let your mom intimidate you out of my life. Where's my boo? I know I'm not Jody Sweeten, but hey, girl, looking good. You're doing a great job. You can't hear me, can you? No. Take your dog and go. Your mom's a whore. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Nice. Couldn't hear me. Nice. Hear me. Go to the gym and do your workout. Because it's good for you and for your mental health, okay? Can right, everybody please okay, leave? Again, back to trying to explain to people what I do. Because I don't know what... <laughs> Let me get past all of Meredith's lists of virtual camp. <laughs> 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 get 
<laughs> gas lamp players. Okay. Don't make fun of me. Sign up your kid for little passports. It's a unique yeah. summer camp box. Okay. I got to go. All right. So join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast. Hope it, I mean, hope it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, or leave it an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no, who idea, have no idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing what literally i did it perfect i don't get what you intentionally messed but it up i did not said, thank you all for this fruit salad it was just what she needed oh good uh, i like I canned that. fruit salad because they have the cherries in it it, cut in half yeah cut in half every time so love it good. so good all right well and and for those of you who don't realize uh this is now would have last week's episode would have been the end of the season but we're just gonna keep going yeah we're just doing F it every week no why not no seasons just full balls on. to the wall balls to the wall okay. which by the way apparently on the four-hour drive <laughs> I get in the car with these clowns, <laughs> these other four, and they start playing 90s gangster rap. That's what I listened to on the way up. To, so my kids are saying... To the wall. We were listening to Get Low. Yeah, the I know. Drip down to my balls. That's so right. That's hey. My kids now all sing. <laughs> <laughs> they're walking by you in the kitchen. They're like, oh, skate, skate, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all, they're all running around going skeet, skeet, and I'm going, shh, <laughs> I love it. I was like, be, shh. I'm no. like, your your father's gonna be really upset. I was like, I love let's it. go. You guys have a great day. I love you guys. All right, love you. Love See you, you love in a you. month. No, or well, next week. Next week for the love. Okay, bye.